Welcome to the Love Me Hard podcast, where we chat about all things dating, love, and sex. I'm your host, Saida Neri, and I'm a self-worth and dating coach, teaching you how to find and keep your Mr. Right as a powerhouse woman. Your love life doesn't have to be a struggle, and I'm sharing exactly how to love and be loved hard. Hey guys, welcome back to the Love Me Hard podcast. It's been a second. It's definitely been a second since I've released an episode. And before I dive into what's been going on, I want to talk about when dating feels exhausting. So this episode is going to cover if you've been dating for a hot second or a hot while or for a while, you may be at a point where you're feeling exhausted. You're, you know, on the dating apps, you're on multiple dating apps, you're swiping, you're texting, you're going on dates, and it's not really leading anywhere. And you're here questioning, asking yourself, what is wrong with me? Why is it easier for so-and-so? Like they only, you know, she only went on the apps for two months and now she's engaged like six months later, they're planning a wedding and I'm here, you know, approaching 35 or 40 and I'm still single. I can't even get a date. If this is you, this episode is for you. And we're going to cover like, what does this mean? What to do about it and how to move forward so that you can find the love of your life so that you can create the relationship of your dreams. I believe that that is 100 possible for every single woman that desires it. And if you already are in a relationship and you're listening to this podcast, you should also like listen all the way through because some of this advice also applies to my coupled up women. Now, let me just address the elephant in the room in terms of where I've been and how is that relevant to you and this specific podcast. Like you guys, I am a high-achieving woman. I like to go get shit done. I'm all about world domination and, you know, doing all of the things. And as a generator, one of my issues, right, one of the things that I've been working on is overextending myself. I am very good at taking on a lot of things and not always delegating the way I should, always, you know, people-pleasing and all of the things. Not always, but sometimes. I've really, really worked on that. And earlier this year, I turned 40 and that birthday definitely hit me hard. I wasn't looking forward to it. Um, Now that I am 40, I'm okay with it. But earlier on in the year, I was not okay with it. I saw it as, you know, growing up, like I remember when my mom turned 40, I was like, shit, I'm, you know, getting older. I'm going to die soon. And it was just like, I was all up in my head. I was utterly exhausted from building my business. Um... And I burned myself out, guys. Like I just straight up did not have anything left in me to give to anybody. I was anxious all the time. I was stressed out all of the time. You know, I was here like giving life coaching and I'm looking at myself. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Right? I gained 20 pounds in one year. My marriage wasn't exactly thriving in that moment in time. I just... I couldn't get out of my own way. And I had this moment where I was parked outside. We live near the water. So I'm like overlooking the water and I'm just like contemplating my life. I was in a very, very dark place. 
like severely depressed. And I'm just like, wouldn't life be easier for everybody if I just wasn't here? Like that's how dark and sad and just in a bad place I was. And I've been there before. This was almost over 10 years ago. So like I saw the signs and I'm like, okay, everything after this moment needs to change. So I told my coaching clients I'm taking some time off. I reprioritized everything and everyone and all of the different responsibilities around me to focus on myself. And so in the last three months, what I have done is a shit ton of inner work, right? And what does inner work mean? Really doing the deep shadow work to address unhealed wounds, go to therapy, go to all of the things that I've needed to do like for my brain and for my mental and emotional health that, you know what? I wasn't exactly prioritizing the way I should have, the way I knew I needed to. And I'm in a much clearer space and place in my life. Um, I've decided I don't want to be on social media. So I'm barely active on my own personal social media. Like I just don't like it. And as far as like my business social is concerned, I might pop in here and there if I ever feel like it, but you definitely will not be seeing me there that often. We won't be hanging out there. If you want to reach out to me, definitely send me an email or um, listen to the podcast, follow my blog. There's definitely ways we can certainly connect. But social isn't going to be one of them because I realized after taking this break, social media was really fucking with my mind. I was following all of these different business coaches, relationship coaches, and dating coaches. And I was like, oh, they're so much more successful than me. What am I doing wrong? And this same thing happens to you guys when you're following your friends or that influencer and she's married or has a baby or they're engaged and you're like, what am I doing wrong? What's wrong with me, right? You make that mean something about you and it feels like shit. And that has a significant impact on your mental health. So if that is you, if you are comparing yourself, take a social media break. It is honestly one of the best things that I've done for myself. I'm barely on it now. Like my life is perfectly fine. It's actually better without it. So I know there are upsides to being on social media, but you definitely have to have strong boundaries. So ladies, if if going online makes you anxious, then just don't fucking do it. Like very simple. Sorry guys, I'm like drinking my tea as I'm recording this podcast episode for you. The other thing um, you know, that I was really struggling with was my weight. I had gained 20 pounds in one year. I was always tired. Like my gut was on fire. Anytime I would eat anything, I would be in the bathroom. Like there were times where I was late or running late for a coaching call because my stomach was just upset. If that's TMI, I'm sorry, but that's just how I roll. And so what I did was really prioritized my physical health. So I started working out. This was not easy. I started working out 10 minutes at a time, two days a week. I increased it, you know, to three days a week, 20 minutes. Like I just really worked my way up 
And like I even tried Noom. I did that for maybe two months. I learned, you know, about food density and just like really learning good eating habits and just being more aware of what I'm eating. And in the last three months, I've gained, not gained, oh my gosh, I've lost five pounds, but I, which is not a lot of weight. Like I definitely wanted to lose more weight, but what, here's what's happened. I've lost two pant sizes in three months. So I used to be a size 12 and now I'm a size eight. And I'm really happy about that. All of that fat has now turned into muscle. And so that's the other thing. If you're struggling with your weight, like I would highly, and this, I'm not a fitness coach, but I'm just sharing my own personal experience. Start strength training. Like that has been so much fun for me. I'm feeling stronger. I'm feeling fitter. Like I love how my clothes are fitting on my body finally. My husband's noticing my ass that's growing. So these are all great things. Like I'm super proud of myself. There were days and there, there have been days where I didn't want to work out and I didn't work out. I listened to my body. But in general, I am working out now like anywhere from three to five times a week and just being like a bit more healthier. I'm still eating my pizza. I'm still having brownies, but it's all been in moderation and that feels good. Like I'm not feeling guilty about what I'm eating. Do I have moments of emotional eating? Yes, absolutely. I'm not fucking perfect and I'm okay with that, but I know that I'm doing it versus just doing it and not knowing it, right? Like awareness is everything. The other thing that has happened for me in my um, love department, right, is my marriage went from, yeah, things are fine, like everything's okay, like this is life, right? Where, yeah, my marriage was fine, but it wasn't where I wanted it to be. Like I was happy, obviously I love my husband, but it wasn't like this thing is lighting me up, right? And the reason why I wasn't as fulfilled in my marriage is because I wasn't personally fulfilled in my life. I'm going to say that again. I wasn't fulfilled in my marriage because I wasn't fulfilled in my own life, right? My personal life. I was dealing with a ton of shit. And I also wasn't prioritizing my, my time with Brian and my relationship with him. Yes, we were spending time, but my brain was always thinking about my business. My brain was always thinking about a hundred other fucking things. So I wasn't always present. The other thing that I uncovered through therapy and coaching and just time away, this break that I have taken, is I needed to resolve some childhood shit that I didn't even know was there. And guys, I do this work all day, every day with my clients, right? I have a ton of awareness around my issues and things that I have experienced in life and how they're contributing to my relationship, right? Like as adults, we are constantly playing out our attachment styles that we have pretty much, you know, inherited as children. We are playing out trauma from our childhood memories, from different relationships we've observed. And there were things that I, it didn't come to me. Like I, I didn't have like visibility to it until I took this break from the business and it has completely shifted how I am showing up in my marriage. And, you know, I thought I was already vulnerable with Brian. I am just like a next level, like intimacy. And that's exactly the kind of marriage and relationship that I want.
where my part, where I can say things to my husband, where we can, you know, just have these moments of like, yeah, I get you. I'm here for you. Like flaws and all. And guys, I definitely have flaws, right? We all do. We're human. Nobody's perfect. And so once I started taking care of myself mentally, emotionally, physically, I was feeling good. I started doing the inner shadow work that I needed to do. Things in in the love department for me just started shifting. We were having more fun. We were fooling around. There was more flirtation. We were having more sex. There were more date nights, right? We're actually going away to Florida next weekend for Mother's Day. Just him and I. And I'm so excited without the kids. It's going to be amazing. I'm celebrating Mother's Day without my kids. And I am here for it. So this is important, right? If you want the kind of relationship where you feel so loved and supported and adored by your boyfriend or your husband, it's going to require you to be more vulnerable, but also to receive love from your partner. And this is one of the hardest things I see for my clients, my high achieving women, you know, that are like go-getters and get shit done. They're like, no, 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 I don't need anything from a man. No, 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 don't do that for me. I can do it. No, no, no. This It's like a constant fucking no. Well, if you keep saying no to your man, then what is he there for? Right? Men want to give. They love on women. They love on us through giving. So we as women need to learn how to receive, to say, yes, thank you. I appreciate you. The other thing that I did during my break, guys, I hope you're able to like take some of these lessons and reflect back on how maybe you're showing up in your life this way um, because it will really make a huge difference. The other thing, you know, for the longest time, I always used to say, A, I don't have time for hobbies and B, I'm really bad at, right? I didn't always say it, but frequently. You get my point. Um, I would say things like, I can't keep plants alive. Right? I don't have a green thumb. I just like, it's like, nope, can't do it. But I really like plants. So I decided I'm going to have indoor plants. I'm going to keep them alive. I'm going to grow an herb garden. And I'm going to be the kind of woman that can plant shit and have a beautiful home. So I looked up and researched different plants. I was in Texas during this break. Like I was just like, you know, surrounded by things that made me happy. And now I have two trees in my house, the fiddle leaf fig trees. I absolutely love them. They're beautiful. And I have an herb garden. I have like five different plants indoors. They're all indoor plants. I haven't killed them. Most of them are thriving. I definitely have one plant that's struggling and I'm really trying to make like resuscitate this plant. So the theme here is like, if there's something that you're saying you can't do, that's a fucking lie. Just go learn how to do it. Another thing that I always said to myself is like, I'm just not a good cook. Even though Brian, all my friends, like anytime I cook, they're like, Sai, like this is dope. This is so good. In my mind, I have this story like I'm not as good of a cook as Brian because Brian truly is like the chef in the house. He makes most of the meals. I'm really grateful for that. I'm not as good of a cook as my mom, right? These are like the stories I've been telling myself. I'm like, no, fuck this. I know how to follow instructions loosely. (laughs) So I learned how to make crepes. 
They were amazing. Nutella crepes are the bomb. I'm like trying out different recipes. And, you know, I used to love to read. I was like, why don't I read anymore? So I started reading fiction books. So this is what I have been doing during my time off. And all of these changes, they're not very big changes. They're all small things, but they have been adding up to my happiness, my fulfillment in life. And so if you are listening to my voice and you're not feeling fulfilled in life, I would take a beat and ask yourself, where am I feeling unfulfilled? And if part of your answer is, I am feeling unfulfilled in my love life and dating is feeling very exhausting to you, right? Like for me, my business was starting to feel very exhausting. My life was starting to feel very exhausting. I would highly encourage you to take a break and slow down. Now, this might feel counterintuitive. You're going to be like, sigh, but I'm actually trying to find someone. Why would I stop on my search for the guy if I'm trying to find someone? Because here's the thing. The energy in which you are showing up to your love life is not magnetic. It's not sexy. It's probably desperate and tired and like low vibe. The mindset in which you are showing up to your love life is also probably not sexy, right? You're not approaching dating from a place of like, my partner is out there, anything is possible for me, I can't wait to meet him. Your mindset mindset is like, where the fuck is he? There's no good men out there. This is exhausting. I don't want to be doing this. Well, babe, if that's what you're thinking, I don't want to be doing this. Why am I, you know, blah, blah, blah. How many days is it going to take? That guy across that table can feel that, right? You know that you can feel other people's energies. You've been in situations where you're like, ah, that feels wrong. Like, I don't know what's wrong with this person. The vibe is just weird. Yeah, well, he feels your shit. I want you to think about, uh, think of your energy as your body odor. Low energy smells. If you're high energy, high vibe, you know, really approaching it from a good place, probably smell like great perfume. I used to wear Gucci Guilty. I don't wear perfume anymore, but choose your perfume of choice that you like. That is what you want to smell like. So I would encourage you to take a break. Now, how long does this break need to be? That's on you. I've had a client that took a break for a year and a half. And during that year and a half, we worked on some really deep shit. And now she's in a very healthy, committed relationship for the last seven months. I've had other clients take two-month breaks, four-week breaks, three-month breaks. Like you have to decide what feels right to you. But if you're exhausted, take a break. So what do you do during this break? You do the inner work, the outer work, and the fun work. So what do I mean by that? Let's start with the inner work. This is all around your energy, your mindset. And when I talk about mindset, these are the thoughts and sentences that you say to yourself about yourself, about dating, and the men you meet, right? This is a lot of like self-worth work, and this is a lot of like shadow work. So when I say shadow work, it's the shit that, you know what, you haven't really addressed. It really affects you in a lot of ways, and it could be things from your childhood, right? Different experiences, maybe your adolescent years, maybe things you've observed in your parents' marriage or relationship or or your own personal relationships, 
where there's some healing and TLC that needs to happen. You got to do this. And it doesn't mean that you can't find a guy if you don't do this, because the truth of it is, is when you are in a healthy, committed relationship, there is still shit that's going to come up for you. I guarantee it because we are humans. We're evolving. There's always so many layers to be uncovered and healed. I would also recommend getting off of the apps, deactivate them. Don't go on them. Don't swipe, whatever. Just take the break. Trust me, the guy that you are meant to be with will be there. The break will give you the space and the energetic and mindset boost that you need to be ready for him. Outer work, right? Take care of yourself. Like if you haven't gotten a physical done in a hot second, go do that. Go take care of your health. If you want to lose weight, download Noom. Work with a fitness or nutrition coach. If you are interested, let me know. I know tons of coaches I can help you. If you don't like your wardrobe, go buy new clothes. No one is going to do this for you. No one is coming to save you. And you have everything you need to be your own number one. Be your number one before the love of your life shows up. And then I want you to go have some fucking fun. I know your job keeps you busy. I know your friends keep you busy, your social calendar, like there's always something happening, something's always popping. Fine. But what are you really doing for yourself? What are some things that you keep putting off on the back burner? Go do them. Get your finances in order. Just take the time to tidy up and energetically and physically make space for your man. This is going to accelerate your process of finding your guy because if your life is a hot mess, let me tell you, the kind of guy that wants to come into your life when your life is a hot mess isn't the kind of guy you probably want right? Oftentimes you're going to attract the kind of man that wants to solve things, fix things. That's great. That's like strong masculine energy, but oftentimes it comes with other issues. And I want for all of you to have a masculine man that will take care of you as you need him to, but is emotionally healthy and available. And so if that is what you are looking for and you have been exhausted dating, take a break. And during this break, I would encourage you to work with me inside of my uh, group coaching program, Attraction Alchemy. It's a 12-month membership program. Or if you want the one-on-one experience, the VIP coaching experience, we could do that too. Work together for six months and change your love life forever. The link to learn more about that is in the show notes. But ladies, you have everything you need And you are more than enough for the right guy. Take the break. He will be there. He is waiting for you. He is actually looking for you. But are you even available? And that's what I'm going to leave you guys with. Until next time, my loves, happy dating. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If this episode resonated with you in any way, make sure to share it on social media and tag me. I love seeing all the ways you're calling in love. Also, please make sure to subscribe and leave me a review. It would mean the world to me. Until next time, happy dating.